Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to episode 62 of The Sportive. I am Brandon. I will be your MC this evening. I've wrestled the hosting duties away from John yet again, uh, although he is in attendance tonight. Uh, hello, John. What's happening, Brandon? This not hosting thing is kind of fun, actually. Yeah, I know. You seem to be very relaxed and happy and less stressed out. I haven't been fighting with the audio on a computer for a while. It's kind of nice. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, also with us is Stu. Hi, Stu. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, how's it going? Good, fantastic. Good. Yeah, yep. Um, <clears throat> let's start with let's start with our top news of hashtag hire Stu being the most successful hashtag in the history of Twitter activist hashtags. Well, yeah. that's really not saying a hell of a lot, but uh, yeah. Um, um, if yeah, if you weren't on the internet today, I, I'm employed now. Um, I start work at uh, NPR Minnesota Public Radio uh, June 23rd, and it's cool and i'm really looking forward to it and um i have to use my real name when i work there so that's uh you know if you didn't know my name was steve newman already my name is steve newman n-e-u-m-a-n are you still steve newman are you still going to answer to the nickname of Stu? yes um i've actually just changed my uh, twitter profile in the last half hour i'm still ranball stew but my actual birth name is now in my Ooh. Uh, tweet profile. Oh, you're, so, you're, yeah. all, you're all grown up. So you see, yeah, I'm all <laughs> got my big boy pants on now. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, pretty, pretty exciting. Uh, pretty uh, new frontier for me here, having my actual name attached to my dumb opinions. So yeah, that's... It's, a weird, it's a weird life actually living like that. It is. I know. I don't know. I I can't really. I'm gonna have to have Clarence just slurring everybody for us now. <laughs> I know. It's, it's we can gonna be. A, I mean, if anybody is up to the task. Of just being mean and anonymous. I mean, oh, you Clarence need me to get angrier? Uh, okay, fine. I can handle that. <laughs> okay, I've got He's a. Got it on I've got a celebration song, Stu, to uh, to commemorate it. Let me see. Let me know if oh, you guys can hear this. This one. Already. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. George and Weezy. Yep. Uh, that's just great. Yeah, and you are, you're heading to the east yeah. side. It's true. As the music nerd here, I do need to uh, note that uh, Roxy Roker uh, from the Jeffersons is Lenny Kravitz's mom. No shit. 
I'm not kidding. You can't get that information anywhere else really on the internet. Find, find one year. other podcast. Nor would you that want that information. That's why you tune into the Sports Fest. You got to let love rule. Sports Fest. So in the grand scheme of things, Stuart, um, being unemployed for two and a half months is actually pretty amazing. You know, the average is usually a lot yeah. longer than that. So I, yeah, it doesn't feel me, like in the middle of it. But it's, now that you're, you know, employed, that's that's really, well, really ma- promising. There's, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, make no mistake. I realize how lucky I am in that regard. So, yeah. Um, yeah. There will be no complaints from me, you know, from in that in that area at all. That's so, a lot of other people had it a lot worse than I did. So, so you're headed to the big... This- Sorry, go ahead. Now John. that you know this, now that you know this happened this way, do you actually regret not enjoying your two and a half months off more? Uh, this last, I, I, I've known for the last week that I've been hired, so I've been trying oh, to wow. enjoy uh, vacation here. Um, basically, just been you know tooling around the house, uh, doing laundry, you know, screwing around on Twitter. Damn, that's uh, celebrate like yeah. a motherfucker. I really well, it's you know my my wife still has to work, so it's uh, you know. Did you go through a laundry where you didn't even separate colors? Just fuck. No, it. I separated the colors. I'm not oh. an animal. Okay, okay. All right, Jeez. all right. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. I that was dumb for me no, to even suggest. No, I, no, no. It's okay. But yeah, I'm just trying to you know do some cleaning, some household projects. The kids are uh, down in uh, Hector with my folks, so it's just me and Mandy up here right now. But you know, we've hit a couple of happy hours, which you know we wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. But other than that, you know. Mostly a staycation. Yes, sir. So you're headed to the big city now. Uh, have you gotten your bulletproof vest and your gun? Well, I'm I'm, I'm trying. Now you're I'm, a big gun I'm guy. Studying up on. I, I'm I'm on like Google image search, looking at tall buildings, so I'm not overwhelmed <laughs> by them when I when I get downtown. I mean, I know it's St. Paul. I know it's pretty quiet there. I, I've heard the stories, but have it's I a ever, gateway big have, city. Have I ever okay. told you guys my Ortonville shoelace story? Have you? Ortonville shoelace no. story. No. This is going to end up with you like in a hotel room tied to a bedpost, isn't it? No. Here's how the story goes. So okay. the big, the traditional big sixth grade class trip, and I have no idea if Ortonville st- still does this, but when I was a sixth grader at James Dole Elementary School in Ortonville, Minnesota, the big sixth grade thing was to take a class trip to St. Paul in which you went to the Capitol, you went to the Minnesota History Center or Museum, I think the Science Museum also might have been involved. I can't quite remember. That oh, was always. the big class trip. And yeah. it was, you know, it's sort of a springtime thing. End of the year, graduating from elementary school, everybody's excited. The week before we went, one of the people who was a regular, a regular substitute teacher um, that had subbed in a number of different grades had our class because the teacher was sick. And she made sure to warn us that, number one, people were often shot for wearing the wrong color shoelaces in downtown St. Paul. <laughs> common, common thing. Common occurrence. Yep. Of course. And yep. number two, while we were in St. Paul, on no account were we to look anyone in the eye or they would shoot us. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> eye contact. Wow. Just yeah. this picture of downtown St. Paul, which is one of the more tranquil places in America. It's yes. It's almost nice. It's almost sleepy. Yeah, just yeah the exactly. Idea that this was some post-apocalyptic war zone, uh huh, right with near the, the J. Crew, <laughs> who would just murder you, 
murder a bunch of sixth graders, no less. Murder a 12-year-old <laughs> for looking at them. Not for looking at them wrong, mind you. Just for looking at them. Well, it's like the old she- myth when you're like a young kid and people will try to scare you about... <clears throat> like doing drugs like if you are on the wrong part of town they will force you to do drugs they will like hold you down and inject you with drugs and it's like and then you'll be an addict yeah exactly Ooh, but, but like what age is it where you're trips to awesome town brandon that's what i want to know <laughs> yeah. but it's like what they're just giving away that usually sell drugs why in the why on earth would they you know force you to so stupid what i want to know john is did your teacher actually think you're going to rosemount because then that advice would have been sound, I think. Yeah. Clarence isn't uh, here yet, just for the record. I'm not sure my teacher had ever made it east of uh, Wilmer, so... Snopes.com had to just blow his mind, or her mind. <laughs> I'm sure. Wait a minute. I'm not, I'm not certain that that lady is still alive, but if she is, I know she's forwarding email forwards this oh, area. Oh, man, there's so many email forwards. Do some disappointed grandchildren. <laughs> The Slenderman has killed all of her grandchildren, John. <laughs> uh, anyway, Slenderman. So, yeah, Stuart, can can you divulge any details just yet? Just, you know, like promotional details. Get people really excited about what you're going to be doing. Legally, um, of course. Legally speaking. My, my official title is Digital Producer. Oh. Ooh. I, I like that a writing. lot. I, I will be writing a lot. And... Um, they have a couple podcasts on the horizon that they want me to do. The, the writing will be in concert with that, and that's really about all I can say. More more news will be coming shortly on that, but that's about what I can say right now. So the important thing that I think we need to ask, are you still going to be allowed to do this podcast, Twinkie Town, any of the other Ranball things that you've that we've come to know and love, anything like that? Or is that all over now because you're now a digital <laughs> producer? I have been told that as long as I am divulging who I am and um, where I'm from and who I work for, I'm I'm good. So if that changes, obviously I'm not going to let you guys know. You'll just have to figure it out yourselves. But I'll let Mike and Jesse know it. So. Of course, yeah. <laughs> that we would expect nothing more. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So yeah. Hence, hence the Steve Newman reveal. If in case anybody was somehow missing that with all the articles that have been on the internet with my name on them the last month or so. Right. You know, the people who don't pay close attention to me, and God knows they should, but if they're yeah. not, yeah. <laughs> hey, Ramball, Stu, Steve Newman, same person. But I'm not Ramball. No. That's Mike still. That has been the there other are still point. Be, there are still people confused about that, and I understand that, but it's not the case. He's not me, and I'm not him. Never will be. Never will be. No. So, Never sorry, was. Guys. Well, that's great. So you start on the 23rd, is that what you said? 23rd, Monday after this. Oh, boy. You're going to suit up every day? All day? <laughs> no, um, it's a fairly uh, relaxed dress code from what I've been told. So You're going to get yourself some dress sweatpants? But I have to wear pants. No shorts and no flip-flops. Oh, so. damn it. NPR. I know. I know. You tried to negotiate I'm, out I'm, of that, right? <clears throat> well, you know, I've got these pleated khakis that are just so nice. <laughs> Where Most is time. where is NPR downtown? I don't um four eighty Cedar. Does that mean anything to you, Brandon? No, of course not. I I live in Dallas. <laughs> it's right. It's hard to miss. I mean, I it's right downtown. 
I'm mostly wondering if you're going to start running into my brother in the Skyway, which I would find delightful. Oops, sorry. What was fun? Wow, is that Dave? <laughs> was that just showing up? Dave? I heard you, you guys talking about me. Yeah. I want to be negative about something. You got time? Extra <laughs> microphone? I'm negative about the Twins and soccer. Uh, I, Hi, I'm <laughs> I dropped my phone, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, that, that's going to happen. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, that's uh, uh, trying to think. It's I've only been to the building a couple of times. Uh, it's uh, you know where like uh, the Black Sheep Pizza is, and uh, uh, it's right over there. I don't know. Well, that's exciting. Every time I, think I, I can leave, see Mickey's diner from there. I don't know. Every time I leave you two to your own devices, you just start talking about like where things are in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. We it just ends up traffic, being roads, talk about the weather, directions. Yep. Yeah, too much. Um, see, Brandon, if we talk, if we don't talk about those things, we might be forced to share how we feel or ugh. our feelings about anything, and nobody wants that. Not in person. Yeah. No, I might have to share what's going on in my life. Nope. I don't want to talk about. That's it. not what this is for. No. All right, so good update. Yeah, good talk, son. Congratulations. Moving on up. Moving on up. Moving on up. To the south. I'm going to fade it out. I'm going to fade it out like a pro does. Ooh. And that was Stu's job update. All right, let's move on to let's move on to much less important and less interesting matters. A little thing called the World Cup started today. Um, as we know, our own. Yeah, yeah. It was a little dicey. He only likes the World Cup in in Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's not concerned with not in it for the content. He enjoys the Spanish portion of it. Yeah, Uh, John, as we know, is a soccer nut. Is that right? Just soccer nut. I enjoy soccer. The other thing I enjoy about the World Cup is it gives all of my friends a good chance to become fifty-nine-year-old sports writers. And send me texts like, there's so much diving in this sport. I can't believe you watch this crap. Americans will never enjoy soccer. You can't use your hands, blah, blah, blah. And that's always fun. Um, how much of that is valid? None of it? Is it all stupid? Is it the same as when yes. people tell me about basketball that they, you know, the refs control everything? And it's like, dude, you just don't know the sport. Is it the same in soccer? Well, here's the thing about diving in soccer. Nobody enjoys diving in soccer. I I genuinely don't know why nobody's done anything about it in the sense of some kind of post match review process mm-hmm. where you can because you can look in the video and go okay that's obviously a dive let's ban that guy for two games yeah but that doesn't happen and I'm not entirely sure why mostly because soccer is just sort of impossible to change and slow to move and stuff like that but okay. the thing is some people seem to assume that soccer fans enjoy diving yeah like unless, they yell at you about it. Yeah, like, how dare you? Diving <laughs> is a beautiful part of this game. No, everybody hates diving. Mm-hmm. They, that possibly might not include Italians, but you can't take Italians into account. At oh, Jesus. Like no, no, of course not. We hate Italians so, on this podcast. It's, nobody, likes, nobody likes diving. Soccer fans don't like it. But the thing I like about soccer is in between the diving, they often play soccer. And I like soccer. Right, right. Um, somebody, uh, one of the articles I was reading this week to uh, to bone up on the on the World Cup said that uh, the reason that flopping seems uh, worse in soccer is because if you, you know, you get a penalty shot out of it, it's similar to if you flop in basketball, you get like 40 free throws in a row. 
it just has you know, a big I, effect on the game at times. It is a good point to make that there's flopping in basketball, Exhibit A, Dwayne Wade. Mm, man, there's, yes. There's even flopping in hockey. If you, if somebody gets their stick up high, oh, yeah. if somebody's if somebody gets a stick in, in any in the in any way in the face, they're going to go down like they've been like they've been shot by a sniper because often the refs don't catch those high those high sticking things. So everyone's sure to draw attention to them because if you're going to get high sticked in the face, you obviously want the other team to have to go sit in the penalty box for a while. But it yeah. means there's a lot of embellishment because a stick comes near my face, I dive to the ice, the other team gets a two minute penalty, maybe we score on the power play. There's going to be some embellishment, and that's just when there's when there's fallible humans deciding these things. There's going to be attempts to deceive those fallible humans. It's just the way it is. Yeah, right. But it doesn't affect that much of the game. It's worth it. Well, I mean, it affects it, but <clears throat> nothing nothing affects a soccer game, which generally is going to be decided by one or two goals more than a penalty kick, which is four out of five times going to be a goal. Yeah. So right. there's there's a huge incentive to dive in the penalty area. Yeah. Dosisero. Yeah. <laughs> Dosisero. Ah, uh, muy bueno. Or that was good, right? Dosisero. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So uh, the USA plays Ghana first. Is that right? That's correct. That's a game that both teams need to win badly if they have a hope of getting out of the group. And that's Monday. That is Monday. And what are the Vegas odds going to be in that game? Um, that's hard to say. I, it's the first week of the tournament, so I'm guessing the lowest odds are going to be on a draw. If okay. I if I had to guess, I think Ghana winning will probably be slightly shorter odds than the U.S. winning, just because Ghana has had success against the U.S. the last couple of World Cups. But uh-huh. I'm guessing that the lowest odds of all will be on a draw. Okay. All right. So what are the, if someone's just sort of looking at what games are on during the day and has some time to watch, what are the teams that you think are most fun to watch for the average fan? Like look out for these because it's the team or because there's a player on a certain team that's really good. Brazil, obviously, is probably the best in the world, right? Brazil is the one that everybody knows. And (laughs) it's funny. Brazil has the reputation as sort of this mind-blowing explosion of beautiful soccer. And they sort of, they they have moments like that, but most of the time they're just sort of better than the other team they're playing. So it's like they'll win seven games in a row and you're like, yeah, man, but when does the beautiful soccer really happen? I know you won the World Cup, but why don't we keep going until this mind-blowing explosion of soccer is going to happen that I've been promised? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, huh. Brazil Brazil's <clears throat> obviously somewhat fun to watch, although they were the diving culprits today, so now I hate them more than anything in the world. Good for you. Um, Argentina has Messi, who is you know, probably the best player in the world. He's always fun to watch. Um, He's I, been the best player for a while, right? Isn't he just always been, for years now, just kick-ass? Yeah, I would say that's true. Okay, yeah. He's, just, he's a mean, very recognizable name. Yeah, you know who he is, so <laughs> that's a that's a pretty good sign for you. Yeah, I feel good. Um, is he the guy who signed with Chelsea today, John, or is that a different guy? Uh, that's Cesc Fabregas. He came to prominence playing midfield for Arsenal, then moved to Barcelona a couple years ago. 
And I'm I'm a little miffed about it because I <laughs> I can't quite understand from an Arsenal perspective why this this guy who wants to play for you again. I can't understand how a team that finishes fourth in the league is going to say, you know what, we have enough good players. I don't think I don't think we need you. He's a very good player, and I didn't quite understand Arsenal who when they sold him to Barcelona had something written in there that they had right of first refusal to buy him back if they ever got rid of him. Didn't decide to take him back. So Chuck Fabergé is on Dana's team now. Chuck Fabergé is on Dana's team now, yes. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm happy for Dana. Yeah, I'm Dana sad will, for you. Dana will enjoy having him on, on his favorite team. Yes. Um, I always like watching Germany at the World Cup. They, They... You would think that Germany would be sort of a very boring team to watch. They would aim to win every game one to nothing. They would spend a lot of time arguing over rules and possibly invading Poland. But they generally play pretty fun-to-watch soccer, which is surprising and not in all in keeping with their national milieu. Italy is sort of the opposite. You would expect them to sort of play exciting, verbful, defenseless Emotional. soccer. Emotional. Yeah. Instead, they dive everywhere and do nothing but play defense, and it's just hard to watch. Huh. All right. All right. I was, I was talking to somebody who knows these things the other day, and it's like, when was the last World Cup that was the last genuinely bad World Cup? And he was like, well, the U.S. one wasn't great, partially because Italy won, so we had to watch Italy the whole time. Gross. Fuckers. So. Huh. But this is shaping up to be know. a good one, right? I mean, this is... Supposed to be a not shaping up as if you know. Obviously, there's only been one game played, but it's supposed to be a really, really good competitive World Cup overall. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I it's sort of Brazil's tournament to win. I think some there was a fact on the broadcast today, and I can't remember it exactly, but it's the sport of so who cares? Yeah, something like they haven't lo- they haven't lost a meaningful competitive game at home since 1975 or something. Like that. <laughs> okay, all right, good to know. So they got the refs in the pocket. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> they do well. There was a. They definitely have the refs in their pocket. Yeah, good to know. They got everything in their pocket. Some things never change. It's Brazil's tournament to lose for sure. And then Spain is sort of uh, known as the second best team. Is that right? Spain. Yeah, Spain. Spain is the top ranked team in the world. They've won a couple European championships in a row. They're the reigning World Cup champions. Espanol. Um, yeah, they're. <laughs> nice. They, Thank you. They generally have. They generally are pretty good to watch, too, in terms of the soccer they play. So they're probably, other than Brazil, they're probably the best quote-unquote team, not just collection of individuals. That's something that's always hurt the English team is that they have they always sort of bring a collection of superstars that are in no way a team and can't play together as a team at all, whereas Spain has you know much more sort of a team feeling about it. Brazil is the same way, too. And Spain's got some of the best players in the world as well, right? And they're superstars? Absolutely. Yep. Okay, so who are the top five best players? Mm. Just in general. I mean, I'm not going to quiz you. I don't know. I think Neymar scored a couple goals for Brazil today. He's going to be on it, almost everybody's list. Messi, we already mentioned. Alan Willey, Ace Metzlenke, Tino Terry... Simone Bacalolo. Uh, and uh, Manny Lagos. And Manny Lagos. And Holly Mantai. <laughs> All right. Having the World Cup on reminds me again how weird it is that Holly like knows and likes us and yet played in the World Cup. 
<laughs> it's weird that semi-famous people hang out with us, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I mean, and uh, that's not even semi-famous. That's actual famous, and she's still just she has a Wikipedia entry, and yeah, has weird people send like fake soccer cards to her to autograph. And... <laughs> now, to be fair, her Wikipedia page I think still says that she's a regular at- attendee of Aaron Gleeman soirees. Uh-huh. So, yes, I believe so. I don't know that anybody's necessarily watching that page for factual accuracy. I mean, that is factually accurate, I guess. So I don't know what I'm complaining <laughs> about cool. here, but yep, yeah, good attendance. Sounds like your problem is Wikipedia, John. Yeah, sounds like my problem is Wikipedia. So so soccer then, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's obviously an exciting time to be a soccer fan. It's I've also sort of noticed that. And again, this could just me be me projecting, so you guys can tell me whether this sounds right or sounds wrong. I'll but get a beer while you do that. All right. It's it seems like most other World Cups have sort of been covered in the media, sort of as, hey, look at this weird subculture that other people in the world like. Yeah. Isn't this weird? Whereas a little bit the last one and a lot this one, it's much more about covering it as an actual sporting event, and that's just about. Hey, look, drinking and weird European sport with Italians who are making extravagant gestures and throwing themselves on the ground. Isn't yeah. that funny? No, I think the last, you're right, the last one was more of like the, hey, this is legitimate and popular, and this one is, uh, it's here to stay, it's been here. It's not so much, a, the, the story is not that it's now here to stay, right? It's now it's just actually entertaining and, and exciting yeah. for people. So, no, I hear that you. that long sure. ago that the World Cup broadcasts, the American broadcasts of the World Cup are like, well, when the ball goes out on the side, then the team gets to throw the ball in. But <laughs> yeah. if it goes out over the end line, then there's a corner kick or a goal kick. Right, right. These things can all be found on our webpage where Charlie the Soccer Ball will explain <laughs> them to you. USASoccer.net And now it's, you know, now it's more about what formation will the U.S. play? Will they go with the four-two-three-one they used in qualifying, or the four-four-two that they used in some of the warm-up games? And people are actually interested and know what's being talked about. And for someone like me, who's a soccer fan who just wants to hear intelligent people talk about this stuff and see it on TV and be able to follow along, it's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, and the one thing that seems nice about it, I was just reading, trying to again, trying to just understand a little bit more about the game. Um, is you can see the strategy sort of unfold before you as it's happening. You can, like these guys are clearly trying to get up around the corners, or uh, their striker is, or whatever attacker is, you know, positioning himself differently. And you can see that before all the action starts and while the action is happening. Um, I think that's that seems to be an exciting part of of the sport, right? And there also sort of is that discrepancy in how teams will play. Which I think is probably most comparable to like college football. In college football, you'll see you know this team runs a spread offense, this team runs the single wing or whatever it might happen to be, and there's sort of those different styles that you can see clashing. Yeah. Whereas you know in basketball, there's sort of little things that you see, but you have to really know basketball to see this team is doing this differently. They're always keeping their wing low in the corner, and they're really looking to drive and kick to the corners versus whatever the other basketball strategies might be. Or like hockey, where the strategy is basically the same for almost every team. And it really is very small nuances about 
some a few positioning things that you might see, or you know, this team is does this with the left with the wings rather than the other thing. It's very small nuances, whereas in soccer, those nuances are a little more obvious. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I think it makes a lot of sense, and that's been one my one of my um, sort of hesitances with with hockey is. Uh, you're right. Like there isn't as much strategy that you can see and watch that you, you can tell these guys are planning it out or whatever. Um, I just wanted to get another knock on, on hockey in there. Yeah, and that's that's certainly not me knocking hockey because I love hockey, but it certainly is less obvious in hockey probably than any other sport. Well, it's the same. I mean, baseball. There's very there's hardly any strategy. You just have to watch it. Well, wa- I mean, baseball. Baseball. It's fairly obvious when it happens, though. All right. They are putting the shift on for this guy. Yep. They have 47 fielders on the first base side of second right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, It's very obvious what they're going to do and how they're going to pitch this guy. Yeah. <clears throat> That's so about there, it, though. There's no, there's no disguising it in baseball. No. Nobody's, nobody's moving around when the ball is pitched. You know where they think he's going to hit it and how they're going to attack him. Yeah, and ultimately the strike zone is not very big, so it's not like, well, we're going to throw the ball four feet outside the plate to this guy and see what he can do with that. Right. Really, you just have to try to throw a strike down in the zone and hope he doesn't launch it out of the park. Yeah, it just if you're interested in um, hardcore strategy, that just wouldn't be the sport for you, which is fine. And (laughs) the other thing about baseball strategy is you can do every single thing right and still have it go wrong. Yeah. All right, you've got the perfect guy. You've got the perfect guy to hit and run with. You've got an incredibly fast guy on first who reads the ball well. You got a guy who handles the bat well at the plate. He's going to punch the ball through the right side. You've done everything right. You've planned it perfectly, and then the guy throws a curve in the dirt that your guy swings and misses. Yeah. All right. That <laughs> screwed up your strategy pretty good there. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's true. Um. <clears throat> okay. So hold on. Sorry, I'm getting a little feedback here. Uh, yeah thank you thank you um so let's get to to me the most interesting question is um what do you think about our uh coach u.s jürgen jürgen klinsmann well clarence hates him just point let's point that out clarence the only person here who coaches soccer the expert he does not care for Jurgen Klinsmann. He actually Clint walks the walk. More about coaching soccer than I'll ever know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he and he has literally forgotten everything about coaching soccer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the salve of alcohol has made that um, definite thing. The that sweet nectar of the booze. Mm-hmm. So um, he does seem to be a very polarizing figure, though. Um, so John, I'm wondering if you can first give a summary of what people in general think about him and then tell me if you think the same or differ or whatever, just cause I don't know if people understand exactly how and why polarizing, how and why polarizing. Well, it, the I'm on my second beer is, is strong. People, okay, just so you know. people can look at the exact same set of facts and come up with different opinions about the guy. No, people don't do that. Yeah. So some people will tell you that he is, changing the way that America plays soccer, that he's trying to do it from the youth levels up, that he's trying to make um, make the U.S. team into much more of an attacking team, whereas in the past they've sort of depended on being reactive, sitting back and defending and counting on superior effort and superior condition to try to carry them home. 
whereas he's trying to turn them more into more of an attacking force, a team that's always looking to go forward. Now, some bunch of some Nancy people, boys rather than you know full of grit. Yeah, mm-hmm. a bunch of talented players rather than a bunch of soccer Eckstein's. Is what we're saying. Fucker. I stole that from wow. Drew Gary. <laughs> I stole that from Drew Gary, who, in his guide to the World Cup, noted that South Korea is known for working really hard and not having any semblance of actual soccer talent. He said, "Oh, great, the Asian Eckstein's. Just ah, what we nice. need." Nice. <laughs> a lot. So I stole that, and we're using that. Um, yep. But there have also been a number of articles about how that have sort of portrayed him as, you know, this guy who's ever-changing. He's just issuing directives from on high that change from one day to the next. His team has no idea what to expect. They don't know what he wants to do. They don't know, what, know how he wants to play, and they're just sort of forced to try to figure it out from themselves of trying to divine from these crazy statements that the guy is making about what he actually wants him to do on the field, and so it's confusing, and they don't know what ex- what's expected of him. So it's he's certainly he he's confusing to everybody because nobody quite knows what to expect for him and ultimately people's opinion of him is going to be crystallized from how the team does at the World Cup this year if they get out of the group stage they're in the group of death Stu, do you know the Spanish for group of death uh grupo de muerte there we go if they get out of that, if they do well in the knockout round, people are going to say, yeah, Klinsman has really, you know, he's been great for American soccer. He's really changed how they play. He's made him into the team we always knew they could be. If they don't do well, if they lose all three of their games, people are going to say, the guy's crazy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Bayern Munich was right to fire him. He's just sort of this California New Age hippie that is introducing these European ideas that are anathema to how Americans play soccer, and it'll never work here. And he's a he's a complete crazed madman who's never going to never going to work as a head coach for America. So you think all that is riding on these few games? I think the general public opinion is riding on these few games. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, what is even, your even when they were doing well in the qualifiers and stuff? They they. They almost didn't make it through the second round of qualifying. Then the third round of qualifying, they dominated and won the whole won the whole qualifying round. Even during that, there were a lot of people that I was having arguments on Twitter with that were saying, "Yeah, but how are we really going to do with the World Cup? This team is not going to do well. They have no idea how they're playing." Mm-hmm. So, all of the stuff that they've done already that they've accomplished under Klinsman doesn't matter because the World Cup is the only thing that matters. Okay. Okay, so that is a good overview. What is your opinion of him? And I want you to be not John Nice Guy. I want you to channel your inner Clarence and, like, tick aside and just fucking fight for it. All right. All right. My opinion on Klinsman is that it was time for someone like him. Uh It was time for somebody who didn't come up through the American system, who wasn't going to who wasn't going to try the same old tried-and-true stuff, mm-hmm. you know, based on hard work and effort and, come on, guys, we're going to outrun these teams while, you know, other teams just passed around them and had much more talent. There was there was probably a time for that, in especially in the 1990s, where the only thing the Americans had going for them was effort because they didn't have the talent to compete with anybody else. They may, they still probably are lower down the talent scale in a lot of other countries, but 
it was time to move on and it was time to go with something else. And I'm willing to stick with that for, you know, this World Cup and the next World Cup, no matter how badly they do at this World Cup, just because I want to see where he can go with it. He's got a different approach than anybody else that was going to come out of America. He's got a different sensibility that I think is going to be good for American soccer. I think it's already been good for American soccer. And you can see that in the results that they've had already. Um, I think no matter how badly they do with this World Cup, he needs to stay at least through the next World Cup just to see what will happen. Right. I'm going to compare it to something local sports for all of the people who who tuned out a long time ago. Okay, but are so, still sticking around. Yeah, that are sort of fast-forwarding, and it might be coming back right now. <laughs> Perfect. You know what I'm Perfect. So you might remember Gopher Football under Glenn Mason. Not great, but not terrible either. Mm-hmm. Had a couple of winning seasons. You know, they were pretty. They were mediocre almost all the time, but they never lost all of their games. And when Glenn Mason got fired, a lot of people nationally were like, "Why would you fire the guy? He went to you know six bowl games or whatever, and was five and three three times in the Big Ten, and you know, big deal." But they weren't the Jim Wacker Gophers, and you know, then they went with Tim Brewster, who was an unmitigated disaster, and you know, they're still digging out from that. Mm-hmm. But the reason that I, well, I hated Glenn Mason, but the other reason I really wanted to get rid of him was. I was tired of the same old mediocrity. There, even if things were going to get worse, which they did, and you know, I had to live with that, but even though things got way worse and stayed way worse, at least they weren't just doing the same horrible, you know, halfway up the Big Ten, finishing seventh every year, mediocre thing that just gets old after a while. Right. And that's how I sort of felt about American soccer. We weren't terrible. We were... <clears throat> you know, competing with Mexico as the top team in the region. We were making the World Cup every every El year. Tree. John, John, El Tree. <laughs> we were making, we made the knockout round a couple of different times, and that was great. But after a while, you get same, you get tired of that same old mediocrity, and you want to try something different just to see how it goes. Yeah, that's a good. That makes sense to me. I was going to say, I didn't even think the USA was to the point that you could compare them to Glenn Mason's Gophers. I thought they were actually a little bit worse than that. Like, that's kind of a compliment to to USA soccer, as far as what I had known. No, I don't think that's true. I think okay. the U.S. has been generally, you know, the 20, 20th best team in the world for the last 15 years. Okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is not great, I'll grant you, but it's also not terrible. No, but you're right. That's similar to Gopher football, the Mason the Mason regime. So I get it. I think I'm probably the only person in the world that can compare American soccer to the Glenn Mason Gophers. That's probably, why people yeah. turn into the Sports Fest to hear beautiful soliloquies like that. That would. That would be that dumb to try to make it, sense, make, it make sense to people. I liked it. comparing it to a football coach that hasn't coached here in five years. I'm on board. I'm on board. You sold me. Um, Stuart, do you have any opinions on Jurgen Klinsmann? Um, he looks like uh, the third person in a nine-person, um, uh, like a, a gang of, of, of hooligans from like a bad Bruce Willis movie. Okay. He's, 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 not, he's not the Hans Gruber of the uh, – of the. he's more like the third or fourth in command – Probably you know buys it about forty five minutes into the movie, 
when he confronts Bruce over some sort of a you Dumb know shit. Why are you confronting I, I Bruce? Exactly. You don't. It's a, it's a heist gone wrong. It's already. It's already too late for you, Jurgen Klinsmann. So, yeah, I think that's that's my. Uh, all I have are jokes about what he looks like. I really have no opinion on his actual coaching ability. Okay. okay. It also should be Fair mentioned enough. that he has the most excellent awkward German celebrations of anyone in the entire world. When he celebrates a goal, it looks like he's being electrocuted, and I just love it so very much. It looks like someone's hurting him. He's clearly happy. But he also clearly looks like somebody is injuring him. Yeah, that's great. That's another nice bonus. Do John guys, bonus? It's another John bonus. He looks like another okay. John bonus moving, <laughs> dancing to the dancing, music. dancing John sort bonus. of a compliment. I mean, it's a little too far. Yeah. Moving, moving yeah. around. That's yeah. John bonus and Yuri and Klinsman have much in common. Yeah, do they ever? Um. So do you guys want to guess what my opinion of of Jurgen is? I'm going to guess it. Uh, you're not a fan, I don't think. Really? Uh, no, I actually think Brandon is a fan. I'm a huge, huge Klinsman fan. Do you know why I say that? Because I know Clarence hates him. <clears throat> oh, that's <laughs> that does have something to do with it, maybe. And Brandon and Clarence are just like oil and water. It's awesome. Here is here is a good way to know how I'm going to think about something. Um, try to guess what your average old white person thinks about something, and I'm going to think the opposite almost every single time. Hey, right there with you, buddy. I can guarantee an old white guy does not enjoy the German foreigner coming out of nowhere and changing up rules and traditions. And he he cut our favorite player. He, he cut him. He didn't even let, let him go to the World Cup. So... I think the opposite of that old idiot because I think that you're right, John. They definitely needed a shakeup. Uh, they've never been great. I don't know why we think that we're really good at soccer. We're not. Um, and he's the only one who's been able to come in and call bullshit on all that. And, you know, I feel bad for Landon Donovan for not being able to go, but he probably is not that great anymore. And that guy would probably know better than us, right? Oh, boy. He just made, he just said that Leonard Donovan wasn't that good anymore, John. He's probably not, right? I, I mean, Klinsman would know better than the rest of us. There John. Is, I would say if you, were, if you were picking the 23 best players, Landon Donovan's still mm-hmm. among them. I don't think he was going to be in the starting wow. lineup. And I think a lot of people would agree there. I he would have been in my starting lineup just because I'm a moron. And oh, Landon Donovan, he always seems to score at the World Cup. Put him in there. Why wouldn't he? Okay. But <laughs> I there's a lot of history between Klinsman and Donovan that for some reason the two just don't get along. Klinsman didn't understand Donovan taking three months off to go on a sabbatical earlier last year when you know the team needed him for qualifiers and stuff. There was I just took three months off from working, and I got hired. <laughs> I'm no better than Landon. Jurgen Klinsman isn't your boss, though. And yeah. there was a lot of there were a lot of bridges that were burned that were never rebuilt, and Donovan didn't seem interested in rebuilding them. And it's it was sort of a relationship thing, and a okay. lot of people are mad about it. And the worst the U.S. does at this World Cup, the more you'll hear about that. So, can you tell me or explain the sabbatical? Was he? Writing a book or something? What the fuck? Who leaves their job for the middle of a... Like, I'm not allowed to do that. I'm trying to think of another 
player to compare him to. He he's not quite to this level, but he's sort of he's got a little bit of Ricky Williams in him. Okay. He's just like he's not he's not as interested in being a full-time hard-working star as maybe we might like him to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. He's he he's more interested in being a well-rounded person and a happy human being, which is something that generally we can't accept out of our sports out of our sports heroes because the only thing we deal with them on is wanting them to be good on the field. Uh-huh. And so, you know, Landon Donovan's happiness doesn't cross my mind as much as whether Landon Donovan is scoring goals for the national team. Of course. So, I it it goes back even longer than that. He had he had a stint where he was playing in Germ- Germany and wasn't happy and decided to come back to America, which he took an enormous amount of crap for in America because it was a time, which is sort of even true now, that the best way to develop as a player is to go overseas and play in better leagues than the American League. But he didn't like it there. He wasn't happy in Germany. His oh, poor guy. I mean, it's it's a little bit like... You don't have good burgers over in Germany. If one of your friends said it, you'd be like, totally, I totally get it. Come home, your happiness is the most important thing. But when Landon Donovan does it, you're like, I don't care about your happiness, Landon. I want you to be good at soccer, and I don't care if you're miserable while you do it. I kind of feel like I'd make fun of my Europe friends, too. Are being though. better than the United States, John? Well, uh, those are... Jesus, John. European soccer leagues at being, as <clears throat> being better than American soccer leagues. Whoa! Huh. Hot. Wow. Okay, hot take. Uh, comrade. Good uh, That's a pretty Lord. hot take. It uh, looks like Clarence Swamptown is uh, logged in here Clarence, right now. welcome. Uh, hey, good to have you, Clarence. I'm here. Hey, guys. It's good to be here. Hey, thank, uh, thanks for checking in. Uh, John just said Europe was better than the United States. Uh, your thoughts? Uh, it doesn't surprise me uh, one bit. Um, you know, it's World Cup time, so it's time to uh, shit on America. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> it's four years. Yeah, so uh, yeah, as expected. It, it doesn't yep. surprise me. It just uh, yep. water off a duck's back at this point. It's, I just it's, I take it in stride. It's so persecuted. Um, well, yeah, it's uh, but funny the, the, when they get in a pinch. Who's the first one they call? Oh, Uncle Sam. You get him on a beeble bop. You get him on a fucking speed dial. But when soccer time comes, it's, uh, oh, it's America. Oh, you just don't get the beautiful game. It's, fuck you. How's that? Did you guys, did you guys see the thing? Who are you mad at? I, I'm, I'm still con- You. John? I'm mad at you, Brandon. You're mad at me, John? Yeah. Did you I guys see sure. the thing? I saw it on Deadspin. I can't remember where, where it was originally from, where they surveyed fans from a bunch of countries about who was going to win the World Cup uh-huh. and who they wanted to do the worst at the World Cup and who they wanted to do the best. And there were a bunch of countries that listed the USA as the team they wanted to do the worst at the World Cup, including somehow that was the most common answer in the USA as well, presumably from... I don't know, from immigrants from Mexico or wherever who were cheering for another team. Yeah. But the list of countries that also listed the U.S. as the place they wanted to do the worst at the World Cup was just fascinating to me. Because it was Russia, which I can understand. There's a lot of anti-American sentiment in Russia. Uh-huh. Iran, you know, whatever. Iran hates us. We hate Iran and stuff like and whatever. Italy, which is confusing. Uh-huh. But, you know, whatever. It's Italy. Who cares what they think? 
Mexico, they owe us, but you know what? Whatever, Mexico. You can go ahead and hate us. I don't like you either, even though you wouldn't even be at the World Cup if it wasn't for us. But then the other country on that list was Australia. Whoa. Why does Australia hate us? I don't know if this is the most representative survey. This is a deadspin sur- soccer. I don't Yeah. Yeah, I it's don't not know even. Guy, it's a guy that bought a six pack of Fosters at the liquor store. And, oh, fuck it, he's Australian. <laughs> I'm just gonna count it. <laughs> you know, he's, he got the blooming onion, the awesome blossom at Outback Steakhouse or something. Oh, fuck it. He, let's ask him. He's representative. He's a native. Australian he's now, a so native. I mean, Look yeah. at this foreigner over here. Good day, <laughs> yeah. mate. Uh, you know, I, I'm nothing against Drew McGarry, but I'm the people that you know employ him. I'm not gonna hold up as like the Pew Research Center or anything. Right. <laughs> not, okay. I think they were commenting on it. I don't think it was Deadspin that did the original research. Oh, oh that, uh, helps. that helps. I, I, it doesn't, it's not going to stop me from denigrating Did you guys Deadspin. know that Drew McGarry is Australian? <laughs> I did. Yeah, he was born there. I, I dual citizenship or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That odd. was just sort of flabbergasting to me. I think he's, is he an he's army brat or something? He's also Australian? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. We should have Drew on the podcast at some point. Well, he'd never come on the podcast. He would never come on our podcast. My nah, first question He's a legitimate he adult. Australian. He has better things to do. Yeah. Yeah, he's got like six kids. So, well, that doesn't stop Clarence, I guess. Maybe he actually would come on just to get away for a few minutes. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I understand. Um, so you took Broxy to ask for this Landon Donovan nonsense? No, no, uh, no one has taken me to task for it. I, I am a. You're going to be surprised, Clarence. I am a team Klinsman, team Jurgen. No. I like him. No. I like him calling bullshit Boy. on you on the U.S. that thinks that we're good at soccer. And he's like, if you guys want to actually be good, like other countries are actually good, you need to take this shit seriously and quit patting yourselves on the back for being 27th best in the world. Oh, and like what? even so down to Land- soccer, Let me ask like, you this, these are the rules. Is Landon Donovan one of the 25 best soccer We talked about America? it probably, but he yes. wasn't going to be starting, so who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? What do you mean, who gives a shit? You take your 25 best players. That's it. That's not uh, here, Terry Ryan. It's fuck you mean. It doesn't really matter if he's starting or not. That's a Dave St. Peter <laughs> type stance for justifying Jason... Bartlett. My That's point is, Klinsman probably knows more about soccer than us, so if he didn't think that he was going to be playing, then I don't think that... I trust him. I trust Klinsman. Stu, what I'm a big guy. I'm no. a big Klinsman guy. Is, game. I, I, I coached a beautiful game. You can't see five plays ahead like I do. I see what's going to happen <laughs> five plays game. ahead. Proxy. You can't see that like I can. I just and, uh, so maybe it was an emotional thing. I, I still kind of doubt that. I mean, his job's in the balance. He needs to bring his best guys. I seriously just believe that that he's not as good as we think he is uh, anymore. That's just my that's just my point. No, every to a person thinks he's one of the twenty five best soccer players, except in the guy who knows so, the most, Klinsman. He doesn't know them. Why does he know the most? Because he's the one that watches all their practices and judges them and is smarter than us. He doesn't know shit. They they all know better than he does. Oh my Fire god! Klinsman. Fire Klinsman. He, who do you wanna Who do you wanna bring in? The old guy? The old The old regime that didn't get him anywhere? He's the best chance no. that they've got right now. I don't fucking shaking I don't shit know. up, New man. Manny. I don't fucking know who to bring in. Not Lagos. No, of um, course not. <laughs> Why don't they call you 
You've been out there. How about Tony Tony, well, he's, yeah, I could give him a call. Hold on, I'll text him. Clarence, you've been on the front lines. Why don't they give you a ring? Have they been calling? You know better than Klinsman, well, right? let's not. I don't want to get into uh This isn't know, an interview, okay. Yeah, it's I all get it. political. Let's not forget yeah. that. It's all political. It's who knows who. Yeah. I can't speak to it right now. we got to wait until the World Cup's over. And, and uh, you know, if they don't get out of the group of death, then... <laughs> Some some gears might be turning. Uh, I don't think they will, be, they will. They won't. Dosa L tree. Okay, so let me ask, um, legitimately, Clarence, what has to happen in this World Cup for you to say now Klinsman is a good coach? They have to win the championship. Is it the <laughs> championship? The whole thing? It's by the four trophy. goals. Four uh, four <laughs> goals every single game, or just the championship? Just the, that, I'm not. Let's not get crazy. Yeah, here, you're Brandon. reasonable. Just you're the reasonable, championship man. game. They need to bury like Argentina by four. Okay. Okay. A thorough drubbing. And I say I will consider him a good coach unless one of his players dies on the pitch. I'll still think that he's a good coach. <laughs> so we're just we're survive. Kind of a little just bit fucking. Apart. Just kind of- fucking. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Can get through it, guys. Get there. through it alive. Oh, and we'll move on. Lord almighty. John, can you be the, uh, ar- the arbiter here? Can you tell me what the general... No, I don't even give a shit about the general populace. Your opinion. What result is going to make you think, wait a minute, maybe Klinsman isn't the guy. And what result is going to make you think, I feel really, really, really strongly about him in the future? If they get totally blown out in every one of the group games, like 3 nothing or 5-1 or something like that. Okay, then it's very that, clear that his strategies, whatever that's his... It's very clear that yeah. something is broken here. Mm-hmm. Now, if they make the semifinals, say, I might just... I might move to Russia in preparation for the 2018 World Cup. 
just okay. because I'm so excited about it and I want to be there when it happens. Okay. All right. But then anything else sort of in between, you're just going to be like, nah, it's fine. Well, anything else in between we've seen before. Yeah. All it's right. no different than what's come before. So it's just sort of a different way of getting to the same result, which, again, you know, I'm willing to try. But if that's all the further we're going to get with Klinsman ever, okay, well, all right, let's try something different. So it seems like every single expert in the world is saying the U.S. is not going to do shit in this World Cup. And most likely, the most likely scenario. They're not going to do that much. That is correct. So Why not us? Okay. I like it. Why not, I love no? the Why spirit. not now? Are we mad at Klinsman for saying the same thing, for being a realist? Did you want him to be the rah-rah? I, wanted, I want him to put the best players on the pitch. That's it. Not okay. play mind games, less steckle. Oh, it's my way or the highway. Fucking boot camp. Fuck you. This is fucking soccer. Play the best players. Put the best 25 <laughs> players on your goddamn team. <laughs> this only comes around every four years, you stupid fucking Nazi. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This isn't baseball where you just, well, we're going to develop we'll get them tomorrow. this whole goddamn... Every four... Yeah, but fuck. Every, you only play every four years. Best guy's got to be on the team. That's it. And if you put the best guys on the team and you don't get there, that's fine. I don't particularly give a shit if Landon Donovan's on the soccer team. Are you sure don't you don't give a, a shit? Fuck. You should have started with that. You really buried your lead. 100% positive. You just I fucking take, flipped I, out for 20 minutes. I can have a passionate take on fucking anything, Roxy. I don't, we, we, <laughs> no. We should, just, Get yeah. right out of town. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so when I heard that Donovan is easily one of the 25 best soccer players in the world, but Klinsman's taking the long view. Yeah, I can get. I can tell him he's a fucking dipshit. You're never going to you know, understand every nuance. Every four-year tournament? What? What the hell is the matter with you? You just need to get on board with us on Team Nuance. There's so much nuance oh. here that you're just not seeing, man. Now I know what you're up to. I think I don't know. I know. I'm in the bag for big nuance. Yeah, you are a fucking bag of nuance. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll tell you one thing. There is no other podcast in the world, and I mean that sincerely, no other podcast in the world than in the same sentence will call Jurgen Klinsmann a Nazi and compare him to Les Steckel. <laughs> there is not one other podcast in the world that will do that. Well, well, Steve Jordan might have a podcast. We don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You know. uh, he, he went to an Ivy League school. He might have he a did? podcast. <laughs> yeah, he he's did. Brown. Browns, that's Brown. right. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, the brown guys. Yep. Okay, oh. so um, so you are dead set on Klinsman not being the answer. Um, yes. I just I got to give a shout out to Leach. I thought his column was fucking great, and I know that you read it. Um, and that didn't sway you at all. Not it actually it uh, solidified my stance more so. You went and got Leech. a second. American flag tattoo on the other butt cheek because it made you like America even more. Fuck this. I don't need, yeah, this guy that's German to tell yeah. weirdo oh schnitzel God. eating hippie. I have no, I don't even know what he looks like to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> Here concludes that I couldn't pick him up. <laughs> I don't fucking light up. No idea. I don't think hippies eat schnitzel for one thing. I want to back <laughs> Exactly. Vegan schnitzel. Vegan schnitzel. Right now, uh, is he a young guy, Klinsman? Is he like seventy? Is he forty? I, I really have no idea. 
don't know. No, he, he played in, I had to rent the boys from Brazil cool again and see though. what's going on there. Oh, he's, he could, oh, he's like 70? Yeah, he could be No, yeah, he's got to be those. Like 50. Yeah, yeah he's like German in Argentina. Huh, funny. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Him yeah. and Oscar Schmidt. So yeah, there you go. he got kicked out of Germany for being too American, and now he's being yelled at in America for being he too German. Not, not kicked out, that but... A, that was a criticism of him. He of was him way too American. That he was oh, too that's, American. that's convenient. They kicked him out of their own country so that he could come over here. No, he lived here. He had been too... living here for years. He kept mm-hmm. coming back to live here. And they were like, uh-huh. just fucking stay in America then, you stupid hippie. Larry? He's married uh-huh. to an American. He uh-huh. moved to America after his career was over. Uh, sure. Uh-huh. So he gets called a hippie. His son is actually, his son is actually a goalkeeper on the under-17 national team. Uh-huh. He gets yelled at for being an American hippie, so he moves to America and immediately is called a Nazi for years straight. Guy can't well. Like, we don't... You, you guys watch Americans? They're amongst us, guys. Mm-hmm. They talk That's to us like you and I do. That's a legitimate true movie or tv show yeah yeah they're they're amongst us they, they walk in plain sight there they are and you know you guys want to bury your heads in the sand it's fine it's fine can be a spy your Klinsman can be a spy yeah they're among yeah. us they are and i don't know if you've been watching but they show her butt a lot so that pretty Ooh. much seals the deal Right there. That's your argument is now invalid. Uh, deal sealer. Yep. But well, this is, must be hard for you though because you're rooting against Klinsman, but you love America, so you're rooting for USA. I mean, do you have any sort of I, cognitive dissonance going on? A ton. I picked <clears throat> them to win it all. Okay. You you but you don't want them to win. I don't want Klinsman to win. Okay, you want, want him to get kicked out of the tournament, and then they like overcome this clear Nazi on their own, like without want... a coach. Like the assistant coach takes over, and yeah. he's like, "You know what? Move number one. Call up Landon." I want something weird to happen like that. You know, like in Bad News Bears, where they go to the Houston Astrodome. Uh, Kelly drives the van himself. Like they don't have a coach. Like something happens to those, Klinsman okay. beforehand. He. Uh, I don't know. What would it be? Like he... well, we talk about this every week. We try to come up with weird scenarios for men in power to lose it. Mm-hmm. Usually ends up with like what, like masturbating in public or something. Or fucking yeah, Peanuts really characters. Expected. Yeah. Oh, that's expected. So he, you know, announces his, uh, his love of, uh, he's trying to revamp the German socialist movement or something, you know, nationalist movement. Yeah, he thought they right had some really the good ideas. He slips, you know, uh, interview or something they fire him they don't have a coach um donovan shows up drives the team to the stadium in an old fucking like awesome van like kelly and the bad news bears sure and now donovan's the coach like he's the fucking coach and that's awesome and then they win it all in spite of Klinsman trying to fuck him in every turn that would be fucking awesome yeah you guys can't wouldn't it that would be the best that would be for sure the best outcome of I'd watch that movie. Try. I would watch yeah. that movie. Let them play. Let <laughs> them play. You guys even know this goddamn movie I'm talking about? Or... Yeah, okay, we're there. We're there with oh, you. Okay. Of course. Just of course. course. And I can't remember the name of the Houston Astro that comes out of the dugout, and he's like, yeah, man, let him play. It's you know, some guy with just a wispy mustache. God damn it, I can't remember his name. Cecil Cooper, maybe? Cecil Cooper? 
fuck, I can't remember. Some old Houston Astro comes out of the dugout. He's like, because they were supposed to play, so they were trying to kick the kids off the field. Uh huh. And the Astro comes out the dugout. He's like, no, let the kids play. And all right, play ball. And then they win. Yeah, yeah. Is Cecil Cooper a WNBA player? That could be. Who am I thinking of? Michael Cooper. No. Michael Thompson. Hanging with Mr. Hanging with Mr. Cooper? Cynthia Cooper? Marissa Cooper from the OC? Still too soon. I'm Robin's sorry. Too soon. Cooper? I was not ready to talk about Marissa Cooper right now, you son of a... God <laughs> damn it. Stu. Uh, you watch the OC. Did I watch the OC? I watched oh, the OC. Dude, I was fucking obsessed with the OC. It was that so good. That show was genuinely terrible. Shut up. You didn't even watch it. There's no way you could have actually watched that show and thought it was bad. That season one of the OC was fucking great. All right, but it got It was terrible. really good? It well, got bad. A lot of things get terrible, but some things are good. It got terrible quickly. No. You got terrible no, it quickly. You got terrible <laughs> real quickly. You got terrible in about the last five seconds, motherfucker. I'm on John's side. I'm on my fourth uh, beer. Just so you I know. never watched it, so I don't know. But I'll take John's side just to balance this thing out. Yeah, no, that's uh, good. Quick, that's uh, quick, just so you guys, uh, Cesar Cedeno. Is that who you're thinking of? That could be it. I think that's it. Okay. Yep. That, that good research. Right. That is a complete knowledge of old Houston Astros extends <laughs> like him, J.R. Richard, and Ken Forsh. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> That's pretty close. Cecil Cooper, Cesar Cedeno. Oh, Cecil Cooper played for the Brew Crew. I know he did. Uh, it's, it, it, I think it's that was Cesar a bad Cedeno. Ball. I'm almost. I'm again. Um, Wade, uh, I know you're listening. Like you guys, like post this, then he like listens right away. Like it's yep. like two thirty in the morning. He's he the gets greatest up. ever. He's the and best. He, ever. Gets, yes. he gets up. He pours a pot of. He makes a pot of coffee. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. Time to start fact checking. Two thirty in the morning. <laughs> you know, he's got his robe on. Mom, you're bringing the kids oh. in. I got to the sport of fact check these dum dums. Goes into his fact checking den. Uh, yeah. Gets out his yep his yeah. green shaded uh, <laughs> visor. You know, he dials it K A U S so he can hear. <laughs> Willie Nelson do funny how time slips away at three in the morning while we're trying to yep. uh, sharpens his pencil and gets out his yep. notebook. <laughs> Got an old adding uh, machine sitting there. For, yeah, some, reason. for some reason, there's we don't do any math. Just in case math comes up, he secretly resents us. I know this. There's no way around that. Yeah, I don't even think it's a secret to be honest. <clears throat> so pause. Sorry, dudes. Sorry. That's what else did you? Uh, what else did Sorry. you cover tonight? Nothing. Nothing. We, we just really have been talking about anymore. soccer since we started. Yeah, Shut we up. totally have. I swear to God, Shut we did up. a little bit of congratulating Stuart, who's I don't know if you know this oh. dude. His real name is Steve Newman. Did you know that? I yeah, knew it. his name I is even Stu. Yep. It's Steve Newman. Yeah, but I so, can see where you get Stu from Steve Newman. It's uh, Stuman. Yeah, it, it's easy. It's nothing to nothing to do with that at all. So, so it's a, it's why are a deep you called Stu? Uh, there was a character in the movie St. Elmo's Fire called Stewie Newman. Oh, all right. He wasn't actually in the movie. He was referred to in the movie. Uh, he was uh, He was known... He, uh, my, my wife is explaining it. To me. My wife. She, yeah, she's mandy explaining it right now. Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a phrase called mansplaining. I'm, I'm mansplaining to my wife. Yeah, exactly. What is a well, job. dear, why don't you sit I'm down on Daddy's lap and I'll here. explain it to you. Why don't you go so. get me another beer and I'll come tell you how it works. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, 
he was known in that movie for uh, not having sex with Mare Winningham. And that's that's what you're I known for, name. not having sex with Mary Winningham. I've never had sex with Mary Winningham. This <laughs> is very same, true. You're the same person. Wade, Wade, we're going to need you to fact check that one too. Yep. Just make sure, sure call, how you're going to call Mayor's agent for me. Uh, do not call um, uh, Ali Sheedy's agent because we have a history. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine. Uh, no, we. That's all we've been talking about. Is, uh, huh. is Stu and soccer? Me, it's been, my ego and soccer. That's basically been it. Yeah, there really hasn't been anything else to talk about. The Twins are still below five hundred. No, no, I know. Uh, um, didn't do it. Uh, there are no TAs, right? <coughs> Sorry, dudes, I've been coughing How's like Teddy crazy. Um, How's Teddy looking, guys? Good. Better than yeah. Better than Ponder. Well. Dave Marthaler has looked better than Ponder all week too. Um, no, I. No uh, to Dave. I've been coughing like crazy. I don't know if it's allergies or what, but my kid's been sick too, which is like the worst thing in the world. And oh. I'm, I'm on, I'm alone on dad duty this whole weekend. My wife is on a girls' weekend. My wife. So I had to take him to the Minute Clinic, and doctor said it's. Um, just a pretty standard case of Nan Thieves. Yes. Yes, he's got it. Big Red's got it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's contagious. Little dude's got Nan Thieves and gave it to the Sweet rest of the nation. house. Yep. Everybody's Sweet getting Nan Thieves this year. Shit. Down 35 W. Get your Nan Thieves shot? Because if not, you're going to have it. You're going to have it till probably. Well, for being real, like mid-July, but it could be you could have Nant Phoebes till like late October, right? Yeah, no, I won't get a shot for it because every time I get a shot for Nant Fever, I end up getting Nant Fever. It's it's, it's inevitable. so true. Every it is, time, it yeah. is so true. Yeah. That is exactly how it happens. It's a Mobius strip, is what it is. Oh, well, yeah, and, they, and they said, "Oh, oh, you're scared of needles." I'm like, "No." Now they got the nasal spray for the Nant Fever. Yep. But, but yeah, I, nope. I just I won't do it. Nope, just Getting just power on through. Au natural, <laughs> baby. Well, my Nant Thieves got worse uh, this past week because we picked up a, a professional hitter by the name of Kendry Morales. Is that right? That's right. And what an odd deal. I went off the grid for like, I don't know, eight or nine hours on, was it Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saturday or and, Saturday? Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, Saturday. You were suit shopping. Saturday. I actually was off the grid at Men's Warehouse, and uh, came out, and people are like, "Yeah, they're talking about Kendrick Morales." I'm like, "What? Seventeen tweets in a row or something about Ken? Why the fuck do people care about Kendrick? Mor- what? They signed him? What the? F- you have a horse fucking me? Couldn't believe it. Yeah, couldn't believe it. The twins. Okay, so let me ask Incredible. you: um, How much of an asshole do you have to be to not like this move? I'm asking for a friend officially. Like, do you have to be the biggest I, asshole on the planet? You pretty, yeah. I think you'd have to be close to that. Okay. Did you see many people upset with it? I saw nobody upset with it. I saw everybody going, "Fuck yeah!" They're because willing to sign. Now they're spending money. People were just having a having a blast. People were very every very single happy about it. person I saw was happy with it. Every you know that I love. You know I love how much I love Royce, but he wrote a column about. People complaining about Kendris Morales that they were complaining that uh, oh he's going to take at bats away from 
Pinto. I can see a damn person doing that. Not one person. I don't know that there's any columnist immune from doing what he did, which is take maybe you hear one person or just invent a person Mm -hmm. and just inflate it so that uh, you have an argument to make, so you have a column to write, even though... Yeah, less than a half percent even think that it's a it's a straw man. So, yes, straw man. Oh, well, that's the yes. That's <clears throat> the not gonna go on to it anymore. So Stuart has uh, put his microphone uh, down and walked away. Is he a hobo? And is he a hobo? Is he uh, living in a train yard underneath the train tracks? <laughs> I picture Stu like around a cauldron of soup. He's warming his hands guys. up. And, uh, Stu, we can hear you. <laughs> Stu, we can still hear you. This is the worst thing of all time. Stu has got those gloves on with no fingers, and he's warming his hands up in a garbage fire. And he's got the little handkerchief thing over tied to a stick, like there. with all his stuff in the handkerchief. <laughs> there he goes. Over his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, we muted him. We muted him. Good job, John. That's how that works. <clears throat> Literally, there is a train going through his backyard. <laughs> Holy shit. Maybe he opened a, he opened a car's light. That was Thank loud. Thank goodness he got Woo. this job. I had no idea the family was living in a hut down by the train <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> so fucking. My table is rattling in Dallas. You can see them with the just, Toyota in a with a camper shell, and they've just got they're living in it up with the uh, blanket in the back of the camper shell. My God, been downhill fast for the Newmans. I'm just I'm glad they're doing they're all immediately right. Immediately moved to the yeah. Um. So um. No, I think it. I think it was a good move. I think it's obviously. They had the money. They've been fucking stealing money for what two two years now, three years from three. fans. Oh, they so, still are. they're still about like forty two million under far stealing money. Yeah, they're yeah. Still so why the fuck not? Sign, they would have had to sign about six Kendrick Morales's to not steal <laughs> money this year. So yeah, he took Kubel's spot on the roster. It's not like Kubel was the one player. So let me ask you: There have been. Um, I don't know, a ratio of eight bad moves to a good move over the past five years mm-hmm. or so? Would you say that? Is that, mm-hmm. is that fair? Because we can easily pull up. If we wanted to start getting to the list again, we get into it every week. I don't want to go back through it again. but I don't either. We Many, many, many bad moves to a good move. Um, I'm struggling to find a good move in the last, another one in the last three years. I'm sure it exists. I'm just... Uh, well, you could we you could rate signing Jared Burton, signing Casey Feen. Those are sure. Moves. Jared Burton a couple of years ago. Feen, you're right. Uh, right. Philip Hughes. Philip Hughes. Phil Hughes has been awesome. Yeah. So here's the thing. So we're about an eight to one ratio. So my question is: Is this move that we all see as a good one? Does it make up for so many of the old ones that were just over these guys being a bunch of dumbasses? Or is it just celebrate it for what it is and still kind of keep in your mind that these guys are fucking morons? But don't say it because you'd be a jerk if you kept pointing it out. Like, how positive can you be before being like, all right, they're still a bunch of fucking morons? I will will use this one to cancel out signing Jason Kubel. Okay, so this is just a one-to-one sort of deal for you. So we're we're square on Kubel now. We still need to talk about. I don't want to. I don't even want to bring it up again. But the guy who the guy who retired, you know that guy. Those sort of deals. I see it as 
So I know your kid isn't, Brandon, your kid isn't old enough to play Little League yet, and John, you don't have children, but uh, you can picture in your head Little League, there's the kid that's got, that's just not very good, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the coach pitches, and the kid swings and misses at like 40 pitches in a row, uh -huh. right? Yep. So normally when a kid is up at the plate and he hits the ball, everybody kind of cl you know golf claps and is happy, and they move on to the next batter. But this particular kid with the thick glasses, he swings and misses like 40 times in a row. When he finally hits one, just miracle, hits one and dribbles one like three feet, the whole crowd erupts, right? <laughs> yeah. The whole crowd goes crazy, like uh -huh. this is the greatest ever, and cheers him on, and he runs to third base because he runs the wrong direction. Of course. Everybody laughs, and he's like, oh, this is... He pisses oh, his pants no. while he's running. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's it's just It's funny because he's behind developmentally. That's right. <laughs> and good for him. He finally did something, you know. That's what Kendris Morales is to me, is the... Little kid that finally hit the ball three feet. Yeah, that's perfect. <clears throat> that makes sense. That was the only thing that got me about it. Like, I was excited about the signing, and then the more I read into it, like, it seemed like everybody was like, hey, this just shows these guys are serious. They mean business. They do this. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's slower roll. That's a nice thing. But the guy did just swing and miss 30 times in a row. Let's not give him a you know full ride to Texas just yet. That's right. Yeah, let's slow down on yeah, drafting him in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was the only one thing. That was one of the two things that I had. The second one is we're on team two years in the future from right now, obviously. So right now we're on team 2016. Does this affect team 2016's point of view on the organization at all? Not at all. Mm -hmm. Not you don't think anyway. No. Okay. <clears throat> okay, that's fine. The, the question would be Pinto, right? He's not going to get as many major league at-bats, so that's... Maybe valid, maybe not. Getting major league at bats anyway. That's right. With Gardner in the way, and that's not I, really a good argument, though. Like, hey, they're just a bunch of idiots to begin with. We could still be mad about it, though, if we wanted to, right? Oh, we can be mad. Sure. Oh, not yeah. Be mad. I'll never. I'll <laughs> never touch. That has nothing to do with the morale. I don't want to be the only. Okay. Anger is an energy. So you're saying that that's valid, but it's irrelevant. That's right. As long as Pinto's okay. not going to play, I'd rather see him catching. I I have my doubts that he'll ever be able to catch. I have I have my personal doubts just watching him try and throw down to second base. I don't think he'll ever get there. Yeah. You can't give up on him this early 25. You got to send him to AAA and catch every day and see if he can figure it out. Then if he's going to he be a, just a lifelong DH then at least you know by 2016. That's right. And and the reason being that we talk about the positional depth of the of the Twins and where they have holes, and shortstop is the obvious one. You know, pitch, mm -hmm. every team needs pitching, so set pitching aside. Just positions, shortstop. They don't have a starting shortstop right now for 2016. They don't. Right. They don't have one. It doesn't exist in the organization. If Pinto is not a catcher by 2016, he they have no starting catcher in 2016 on this roster. Or in the system, they right. do it almost every other position. They have some guy that shows some promise, or is already at the major league level, which I didn't want to say because of Bert. But major league level. <laughs> I loved how you got two words into that. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, at the major league level. <laughs> God damn it! But uh, name one, name a catcher that people are even 
somewhat excited about other than Pinto. If he can't figure out how to catch, how to throw down to second base, they have nobody else. Sounds so like an organization that should be trading for uh, Wilson Ramos if we can. Can we? Is he oh, on the trading block? Why? He's hurt. He just got hurt again. He's, He's hurt. been hurt a lot. Yeah. That is true. He has been. Okay. Unfair. Low blow. Um, so you're, so it sounds case. like what you're saying is we should be transitioning Pinto to shortstop. <laughs> Makes good sense. He would be like the it. squattiest shortstop <laughs> in the major league <laughs> That'd be hilarious. For a second, that is where I thought you were going. I was like, I was like, okay. That is a hot sports thing for sure right there. That is scalding. If, if scalding you could tackle hot. guys rounding second uh, <laughs> instead of trying to uh, get that them all. legal. Yeah. I'm telling you, else. you add something like that in, you can once a game just you're just free to tackle one base runner. That would add some element of strategy to the game. Changes the whole complexity. At least of the think game. about I it. I love that rule. At least I try it, it in like the Northern League. They let the Saints give it a whirl idea. and see if it makes it better or worse. And if not, fuck it. People were out there just to watch the spin the bat on the head and run around while dizzy anyway. They're not going to fucking care. They probably won't even know. Costumes. Yeah, I love it. Sumo wrestling. That's all I care about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so moving on to um, our former catcher Joe Maurer, um, I I just don't really know what to think about. What is our opinion as smart guys supposed to be right now? Are we supposed to do the thing where all the rubes hate him, so we have to counterbalance it by loving him a lot, or are we supposed to just say, yeah, he sucks now? And right, I don't know. I'm just wondering. I, what's your opinion? It's a tough balance to uh, it's it's a tough balance to reach because he is just been playing awful. Yeah, yeah, really bad. A lot of people have been posting comparisons to Justin Morneau's first post concussion year stats, and they're similar, and that's really kind of sad. And I, and yeah, I don't think that's an unfair comparison. No, I, I mean, don't think so either. Concussion recovery is a. Uh, it's such a mystery. I mean, he could just be just terrible this year. It could have nothing to do with the concussion last year. But, but we don't know that. It seems... Well, I, mean, I mean, it's so weird to have such a sharp decline after a concussion that... With less wear and tear in your body in the prime of your career, you just yeah, all of a sudden are is, terrible? Yeah. Yeah, it's it, just... <laughs> It, but we I don't, don't know. know. Guys, the whole thing, that's the whole thing is we don't know. He could he, literally just be this bad forever and ever. That could be the worst case scenario. He's just not bad possible. Now. I don't buy it. No, I, he I has not I been bad at anything since he was three. He has <laughs> yeah, been, that's the whole thing. Yeah, for twenty-eight years, he's been awesome at hitting a baseball. You don't. It's got to be the concussion, or it's something with the back, or some or, injury. Yeah, something. That's it. You don't just suddenly. You might go from three forty to like three ten. Yeah, like pool holes. 320 to yeah. 300. Yeah. You don't go to 230. With no power and all of a sudden it'd be brutal. It doesn't happen. I think it's that if you think of it in that terms, batting 260 with a minor brain injury is actually pretty awesome. That's amazing it's to do. Remarkable. <laughs> yeah. What did Junior Ortiz do in 1991? That's, I know. That might be a comparison for that. He can't even stand yeah, up man, straight, and he's got car, like a 350 on base percentage or 320. We'll go drive into a bridge abutment, and then you get out of the car, and I'll have you know Verlander throw a fastball and see how you do. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty incredible that he's hitting 260. That's true. I just wonder See, what you I, do yeah, though I, about it. Like, what do you do if you're the general manager or the manager, or whatever? Like, obviously he wants to play through it. Do you just like yeah. mock him? 
loudly until he finally breaks down and admit he's got a a case of the of the head ouchies. Yeah, I don't. You can't do a thing. I don't know. You can't it's, do it's anything. Tough. Yeah, it's the, tough. Set the excuses aside. The tough part is now that he plays first, his offense has to be even better than what he was providing in order to provide the value of that contract. A lot better, yeah. It's yep. it's just the it's the nature of the beast. And His contract was predicated on him being a catcher that was winning batting titles. Not a first baseman hitting two forty. It does it's tough. It's you set the excuses aside. Man, what do you do as a GM? <laughs> do you well, have you got to like get him to admit that he's uh, dizzy from time to time, and he doesn't want to do what? that because they don't. Then you can put him, you can force him to go to the DL or something. And then what? Then maybe his head ouchies go away after a while. I don't, does the DL make your head ouchies go away? I think no, it's just time, isn't it? It's just time. It's just time and luck. Time and luck. So you don't think that not playing baseball every day might help him get better quicker? I have no idea. We don't have any fucking I idea. I don't this is, think you can This do is that. far out there even for us. And we talk... Yeah. We just talked about <laughs> soccer for a fucking about. hour as if we knew what we were talking about. And now this is... I don't know. Yeah, even for... This is a little uncomfortable. I don't have any idea. I, I, I draw on <clears throat> my own experiences getting concussions, but I never played professional baseball. I don't, it's breaking news. I, I don't have anywhere to relate to this. I uh, I don't know. I don't know yeah. how much it affects. It's got to be affecting. No, I know. I'm with you. I, I, I don't know either. It's tough. But you drop him in the order, right? Can you drop him to like eighth and just say, hey, until he gets right, we want him to play through this. He's going to be fine. He's dealing with, some, dealing with some ouchies, some various ouchies. We don't want to talk about it. And that seems to make a little bit of sense, right? Or are you just going to let him play through it in the three hole? You can't. You gotta drop them in the order, I yeah. guess. Somewhere, but, but they won't. Guardy won't. Guardy. I guess there's one other thing that we haven't thought of, and do we think that Maurer's issue might be a case of man fever? Oh, oh you shit. think he's got it that bad? <laughs> it's possible. It would be so bad. It's Some people. Dude, some people get Nan fever to like a crazy degree. It's maybe he just got like the worst case of Nan fever in, a, in an adverse way. He's, He's so fucking a... excited about his team being good that he just sucks all of a yeah. sudden. Like Phil Hughes is going out there. He's like pitching like an all star. I mean, it's just it's there's there's other offense in the lineup. I mean. Mauer's pulse is like two twenty. He's just so excited and happy, and he's just yeah. up at the plate like, oh heck, oh heck. Oh, oh Phil Hughes well, has been so good. Oh, 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 darn. Oh, geez, this cool. is coming fast. I'm so happy and excited. Oh, heck, I struck out. <laughs> that makes as much sense as anything else. I'm just saying. Oh, hey, I've heard. I've heard Stranger Things. Man. There were people saying that he had multiple sclerosis. Like people genuinely saying that apparently to <laughs> other people that he had like debilitating diseases, which is just you know. That's <sighs> yikes. Of the. Uh, Diseases I've heard that he has. Uh, MS, well, let's say, is on the uh, lighter side of some of the <laughs> oh so, okay. so let's just say... Uh, the people you run with, uh, MS some, is uh, the G-rated. theories one. have been floated, yeah, uh, that are... Uh, <laughs> that's just... Uh, well, I think everybody knows what I'm referring to, and we'll just leave it at that. Jesus. 
I don't, and I yeah. don't want to hear the rest of it. Well, some some uh, sexually transmitted. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I should have. I should have yeah. seen that one coming. Should have seen it coming. Yeah, Nant Thieves would be the least of his worries. Oh, that'd be nothing. Yeah, that wouldn't. Yeah. Walk in the park. So we're still overall happy about the twins. I don't been know. an exciting I, year, I guess, right? It's June. What's the date today? June 12th. June 12th. And they are still within, what, four mm-hmm. games? Yep. Fuck. They're still relevant. They're still mm-hmm. relevant. Baseball We're still talking about them. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty good. I'll take it. Good. Good. Um, all right. Let me uh, hold on. I'm gonna play my I'm gonna play my transition music again as we get to our next subject. Here we go. Hold on. Yeah, hear it. I hear the backbeat. Don't worry, the listeners can hear it. Right, so that's the important thing. Oh no! All right, all right. Did you so you couldn't hear it? No. What was it? Let's move it on up to the east side. Oh. As our friend Stuart is doing. Big stew. Mm-hmm. Big league stew. That's what I'm calling him from now on. So I'm not sure I'm any of you guys <clears throat> want to talk about it or vent it all, but it seems like our uh, our friend Kevin Love has lost his damn mind over the last week. Um, can anybody tell me whose fucking fault this is that he's going to other cities and openly like uh, winking at him and smiling and flirting and this sort of bullshit? Whose idea was it to do this, to like just burn bridges this this insanely? Like LeBron James didn't even act like this. And it, people hate LeBron James, right? Which is fine. Yeah. And I don't really give a shit, obviously. Like none of this actually matters. But this is like a, a very strange way to behave for a guy who has a contract with the team for another year, right? I think Kevin Love has realized that a lot of people are getting on my team make Kevin Love miserable bandwagon. <laughs> and he's got to so, just go so over the top. He he's, he's realized that he needs to make his situation completely untenable in Minnesota. Yeah. Which he's done. He needs to make it so there's no possible way we can keep him around because he realizes how hilarious all of us would find it if he has to suffer in Minnesota for another year. What? And I hear Brandon kind of hinting at it, what he just said. And I've heard other people questioning, you know, who is Kevin Love's PR director and who are his advisors giving him this advice? Hey, this is Kevin Love's fault. I mean, he's not, you can't be that stupid. And some PR guy says, well, you know what you should do yeah. is go to Boston and go to Fenway. And you can't be, oh, okie doke, and just that was a great idea. plane and well, thanks, do Jim. that. Well, you're the expert. Kevin Love's goddamn fault. You can't be given an interview and the person asks you what was the question she asked. Um, oh, the most recent one in L.A., something about do you see yourself? Yeah. On the, and he just, eh. Blinked out. Yeah. Just completely froze. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong yeah. with you? Like, you got to have again. an answer ready. you got to know that question's coming. Just say, well, we're, I had enjoying my time in Minnesota. Fuck, just say something, not just freeze. He just froze. And I'm not saying that he's a jerk for not wanting to be in Minnesota, obviously. I'm saying that no. he seems like a dumbass. Like he seems like he's not very smart right now. 
Like, this can't be your... be a bright guy, right? That has to be. Because I don't think he's a dick. Or maybe he is, but that's not the point. Like, I don't give a shit if he's a dick. That's my point. He just comes off as being... If you think this is smart, you're very clearly very dumb. I don't know. Is he aloof? Is that maybe the word to use for him? Just aloof? Just kind of dopey? That might be... Dopey might just be the word there. I don't Maybe think he's calculating like a like a calculating dick. Like no, because is, that would be require being smart. Yeah, he's just dopey. Like he just doesn't get it. Maybe doesn't fully get it. And his, from all accounts, his dad's kind of a dick, right? His old man has always got his tentacles into everything and trying. Well, to I know his, <clears throat> his uncle's like the worst beach boy ever, and he isn't even on the with Charles Manson. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the pedigree he's generally acknowledges the worst Beach Boy ever. Yeah, <laughs> huh? So, so he's got the uh, bad genes. He's got the bad genes, and those genes you can't put in a freezer to clean. No. You gotta. That's you're Hold stuck back. with those. That means I really know. bad genes, because most other genes you can just throw in the freezer and you're fine. God, that was a bad joke, and I'm sorry, but uh, no. Yeah, you're not usually a, uh, brunch, you know. I know it. Most of I your laughs come from you flipping out for nine straight minutes about rice. Well, no, right, you're trying to branch so out. I gotta fill that void. No, it's fine. I get it. Um, I do know that one thing that, and I don't think it's a Minnesota thing. I think it's an every fan thing. Is when you know a guy's got one foot out the door, you immediately start saying he wasn't that good to begin with. Like he he sucks. We didn't we didn't want him. We didn't need him. And you do this with everybody. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. starting to happen now with Minnesota, right? Because didn't even our beloved Michael say something about he, uh, you know, this is on him a little bit, why they're so bad, and it's best mm-hmm. to, for him to well, move on, whatever. Let me. I, the point was fine, but he also is fucking great at basketball. He's really, really, well, really good at basketball. In a league where you can't be a single player and win a championship, but it is a league where a single Never player once can happened. bring you to the... But, but I'm, I'm bringing you somewhere. A single player can get you to the playoffs, right? That happens all the time. You can have one good player and make the playoffs. He hasn't Maybe, been here yeah. for three years. He's six years, right? Six years in the league. Yeah. And he's never once, not once, just stumbled into the playoffs. Yeah. Just tripped and accidentally brought them into the playoffs. Not every year there's some excuse. And not just for two or three or four years, for six years. There's been some excuse on why they didn't make it. In a league, what, 16 fucking teams make the playoffs. He's never once just <laughs> tripped into the playoffs. Well, so I hear what you're saying about him being good, but isn't there a devil's advocate side that can be that's reasonable here to say maybe he isn't, like, sell the farm good? You can make it. It's fine. He wasn't a starter for the first two years, and he was injured for a full other year, so we're talking about three years right now. Um, well, we're talking about ex- the excuses that I'm talking about. Every that's year, not an excuse. If I'm just explaining a thing that actually happened, like he didn't play much his rookie year, that's an excuse. Like he just legitimately didn't play much. Kurt Rambis was his fucking coach. Kurt Rambis, by well, the way, told him, yes. "Don't shoot three pointers. Do not, please, do not ever shoot three pointers." For two straight years, he told him that. So I don't know. Is Rambis an excuse, or is it just an explanation? It is an explanation. That's fine. That's fine. But so, can you have for all six years, you can have an explanation and not an excuse. I don't know. I mean, a- Anthony Davis is a fucking amazing basketball player, right? Uh, by oh, all accounts, top ten in the 
By all accounts, top 10 in the league, future MVP, the future of the NBA is Anthony Davis right now. And he didn't make it this year, and nobody gave him, you know, too much hell about it. So I just think that the sport is a little One bit... One year. One. Well, he's Six been in the league for a couple... Okay, fine. I just think that the sport is a little too big to put too much on one player. Um, people wrote these columns about Michael Jordan for years. He didn't get he didn't win his first championship till he was like twenty eight or twenty nine or something. You're talking about championship. Talk about championships. So for six years or five years, people were saying Jordan can't do it. He needs to have a supporting cast. He can't bring him on his own, right? So it just kind of that's the way with almost every player. And Love is obviously not Jordan at all. Jordan was amazing, and he got to the. You know, he got to a certain point, but I just think it's a little bit, just a little bit, a little bit more of a team game than people give it credit for. So, um, no, I think that he, fair I, enough. I hate it's him. A team game now. Is he fine. a team player? I think that he's, he I just think that he's guy. really good and has had terrible coaches and had ran in, and just ran into some bad luck this year. That's going to be my point of view on him. And if he goes somewhere else, and underachieves for his whole career and is always a guy like that. It just that doesn't happen very much. Like just there aren't there aren't people like that. It's temporary. You know, like a guy underachieves, uh, and then he goes to a team that's actually, you know, got some decent supporting pieces and he's amazing. And no one ever talks about him underachieving ever again. Like nobody gives a shit that Jordan took five years to win it or six years to win it all or whatever. And no one gives a shit that he couldn't get past like the Pistons even though he was the best player on the floor in those playoff series, who gives a shit, right? Like, he did it. So it just might be like a hindsight thing. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Fair enough. But I think that it's, a, again, it's not a Minnesota thing. It's just a common thing where when we think about, like, he's leaving us, so now I think that he sucks. That's my point of view. Um, and I think it makes it more tenable when we think about a trade because you can say... If we get anything of value for a guy who is A, leaving in a year, and B, didn't do shit for us anyway, well then, that's good. Get whatever you can for him. Um, I don't know. I just think that might end up getting us like a fucking the 18th pick and a decent rotation guy and us saying good. When I mean, that wouldn't be. You know? All right. So what are the odds that he's on the team opening game. Ten oh, percent. John's at ten. Mr. Newman, what do you think? One. One percent. You think it's over. You think it's for sure over I think at it's this over. point. The dream is dead. So he, the earth. So then he played his hand pretty perfectly then, because we were originally saying a lot higher odds. So we think that his terrible PR moves is going to work out for him. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, life is like that. What if uh, Flip just doesn't give a shit what he's doing, doesn't watch that interview, and doesn't care if he was in Boston or not because maybe he was visiting a buddy or, or whatever? Maybe this is just like one of those things that actually doesn't matter. Is that possible? Nope. Fair enough. I, I see no reason to accept any alternative explanations other than he wants out. Oh, no, I <clears throat> I definitely agree with you that he wants out. I'm just wondering if that means that he's definitely going to get out. Oh, I, I follow you, but yeah, he, yeah, he's gone. 
Yeah. Well, it's all so Flip's going to try to try to uh, get a bidding war started, right? Mm-hmm. And in the NBA, when there is a high talent player and they want to start a bidding war, it almost always happens, right? I mean, how often does it happen where the teams don't just bend over backwards to you know sell the farm for superstar? They, a guy they think is going to be a superstar. How often does that happen? Where they just pass completely on. Rare. That's it rare. doesn't. Right? Yeah, so that's what would have to happen. Is Everybody knows he's for sale. Flip's going to try to get the bidding war going and just keep the price going up and up until finally he just says, all right, sale. And away they go. Nobody will have to bid on his services, right? That's how it would have to go. Is everybody would have to agree he's not worth it. That'd be the end. John Marthalder does yawn the yawn of a thousand sleeps, by the way. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. Not too uh not too excited about this. All right, cool. Well we'll move yeah. it on. That's fine. Um does anybody want to now that you can see me, I don't appreciate being called out on this stuff. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm trying to give it hot trying to do hot no. Kevin Love takes. That's fine. No, that's fine. Look. Yawn about him. That's fine. I just, you see, I, I was just commenting on John looking tired. He looks like he's very tired. And Look I feel John bad. sleepy time. He does. He needs his sleep. All right. Well, we can we can move on to next week. So uh, just a sleepy quick beer. teaser. I think we're going to have our favorite uh, soccer fan, besides John, of course, our favorite guest, Dana, on next week, hopefully. I'm so excited. To talk so a little excited. World Cup with actual experts and not me and Stu. And then, yeah. Oh, he's going to take you to task for your uh, Donovan. When they, yeah. They're already going to be out of the World Cup by next week, right, John? It'll be over for USA? <laughs> no. No. They'll have no. played one game by then. Have they played it? No. No, they haven't. Jesus. There's been one game of the whole World Cup so far. What the fuck? What? One? Brazil, beat, Brazil beat Croatia today. They played. They beat them? That's the. That's the only game in the World Cup so far. Yeah, Brazil oh, somehow beat Croatia today. The Croats. The Croats were up one nothing last I saw. You saw the first twelve <laughs> seconds. I yeah. I didn't see. I on Twitter people were going crazy because Croatia did something and then it was an own yeah, goal. I don't know. Yeah. More importantly, Clarence, Brazil won three to one, which you know what that means. That means Dosa Sara. It was oh. a Dosa Sara win. <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful game. All right, so we're going to talk World Cup soon. We're going to talk Wolves draft at some point before it happens. If I have to talk about it myself, I now have no, they already drafted. Equipment, so I'll do it. Uh, no, god damn it, Clarence. No, they didn't. <laughs> what was that whole goddamn thing a couple weeks ago? The that was the fucking, fucking lottery. <laughs> that wasn't the draft. No. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I cannot <laughs> believe the guy yet. So you now are on record oh, as not God. knowing who Paul George is or who Anthony Davis is. So just so we know. Two of the top eight players in the NBA, you don't even know who they are. So, just so keep those that were mind. both members of the rat pack. <laughs> yes. That 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 yeah, I have to check out. Anthony Davis was roommates with Joey Bishop. Uh, yeah, in Hollywood. <laughs> that little yeah. bishop. What? Uh, when is the goddamn draft? For Christ's sake! When is it's June twenty sixth. This old horse. June twenty sixth. Oh, so we'll hopefully have a uh, preview draft before it's that. It's more than two weeks away, motherfucker. Two yeah. weeks from now. That's the same day that the U.S. plays Germany. Yeah, 
Yeah, it is. They play in the uh, yeah. Yep, you're right. Wow, right. that's going to be a big match. Big day, like, who who are you going to be cheering for that night? <laughs> U.S. or Germany? Yeah. yeah. Person? Yeah. No, we're we're slightly pro U.S. on the podcast. Slightly. A little bit. All right, that's enough. I've had enough of you, so I'm going to press stop <laughs> for another All week. Right. Smell you. Thanks, later. guys. All right, bye, guys. See you. Bye. Where he goes to? Oh, thank you, Clarence. Flexibility, take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack 
for free shipping and 365-day returns.